Welcome to the Wealthy Woman Podcast. You're here because you're a high-achieving woman that wants it all. The success, wealth, time freedom, and genuine joy in your life. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I'm here to tell you, you can. You can have it all. But what is true wealth? It's not just money and achievements because success without happiness and fulfillment isn't success at all. Here, we're going to have conversations about creating a beautiful life alongside the success that you're striving for. If you want to create long-lasting success that's fully in alignment with the life you desire to live by working less, making more, and stepping into the version of yourself you've always wanted to be, then you're in the right place. Let's roll into today's episode. Hello, beautiful ladies. We are back for module 11 of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0. We are at the second to last module. This is really the last module that's going to contain a bulk of new information Module 12, we're really going to just wrap things up, review what we've talked about, and talk about next steps going forward. So if you have been with me from the very beginning, from Module 1, congratulations. I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you. What an accomplishment. We have been together since the beginning of January. We are now in mid March, and that is something that you should be so proud of. If you're new here, if this is your very first episode, welcome. I am beyond excited and honored that you are here. You are not behind. You are exactly where you are supposed to be. There is a reason that you clicked on this episode. So do not feel like you need to press stop and go back and start from the beginning. Listen to this episode, then scroll back and look through the previous episodes. I highly recommend you listen to all 10 previous modules if possible. That's how you're going to create the most momentum and the best results. But if there are some episodes that just really, really stick out to you, Start with those, right? Follow your gut, follow your intuition. If you want to receive all of the episodes in order, along with all of the homework assignments and journal prompts, all you need to do is scroll down to the show notes, click the link to enroll or register for Unlock the Magic Within 2.0, You have to enter your name and email address, hit submit, and you will get all of the emails for the previous episode. So I highly, highly, highly recommend doing that if you have not done that thus far. Now, I have to start with just a little warning. Maybe you already noticed it, but it is spring break here, so my kids are home with me which means there might be some interruptions. You might hear some yelling and screaming in the background. There might be some interesting background noise because I told them that I had to come in here and record this episode. And I asked them not to bother me. They are six. My son just turned six on March 13th and four. So they are close in age. They are the bestest of friends and they fight all the time. So you might hear some background noise. Such is the life of a work from home mompreneur. We're just going to roll with it. So what are we talking about today? Like I said, we're in module 11 out of 12. And today we're going to dive into aligned strategy. If you have been with me, you might be like, oh my gosh, she's talking about strategy. You know that I love, 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 love talking all things mindset and energetics, identity, subconscious limiting beliefs, subconscious stories, patterns, programs. And if you go back and remember episode 104, we talked about the hierarchy of change. And the reason I am so passionate about identity, 
mindset and subconscious reprogramming is because according to the hierarchy of change, those are the levels that we have to change first in order to truly create lasting change. Just to recap what we discussed in that episode, there are six levels. The top level is spirit. The next level down, think of the food pyramid. That's what we're talking about here, a triangle. So the top level is spirit. The next level down is identity. The third level is mindset, which is beliefs and values. The fourth level is like your skills and your knowledge. The fifth level, which is the second level from the bottom, is behaviors and habits and actions. And the very bottom level is environment and results. And the way that most people try to change is they start with the bottom two levels, changing actions and behaviors and environment to try and create a new result. But... When you look at the hierarchy, what you want to do is you actually want to start at the top and work your way down because it creates a trickle-down effect. So we actually want to start with the more inner work, the identity, the spirit level, the mindset, the values, the beliefs. And we want to create a new foundation on those levels that's in alignment with the kind of reality that we desire to create. Once we change, create change on those levels, it automatically leads to change in skills and knowledge, behaviors and habits, environment, and it creates new results. So all of the modules leading up to this module were really aimed at the top three levels and helping you create change in the top three levels of that pyramid. However, I have mentioned this in previous episodes, We have to take action. A huge misconception about manifestation is that we just sit around and we meditate and we think about what we want. That is part of the process, right? Visioning, getting clear on what we desire. Meditation is an incredibly powerful tool, but we must take action, which is what aligned strategy is, So aligned strategy, the aligned strategy we're going to talk about today is really in alignment with the uh, fourth level of the pyramid, which is your skills and your knowledge, and the fifth level of the pyramid, which is your behaviors and your habits. So I want to give you an analogy. I want you to think of your skills, knowledge, and behaviors and habits as one force or you can think of it as your right fist. It's one force pushing in one direction. And what usually happens is when we try and change just those things without addressing the underlying foundation, which again is our spirit, identity, our mindset, beliefs, and values, you can think of those as another force or your left fist, okay? And what I see so often is that these two forces are pushing against each other, right? They're not in alignment. So the identity, the spirit, and the mindset are not in alignment with the new actions, behaviors, skills, and knowledge that someone's trying to implement. So they're pushing against each other. You can think about your fists pushing against each other. So they're equal and opposite forces pushing against each other that doesn't create a lot of movement, right? There might be a little bit of movement in one direction or the other, but there's a ton of resistance. And so progress is either really, really slow or there's no progress at all. So what we did in the previous 10 modules is we flipped the momentum or the force of those first three levels so that now they are in alignment with the actions that you're going to take to create the ultimate vision, the ultimate reality for your life that you desire. So think about two opposing forces pushing against each other, not really going anywhere. Now if you flip one of the forces so that they're both moving in the same direction, You take off like lightning, 
right? The amount of progress you can make is absolutely incredible. It can happen really, really fast. So that is what we were doing in the first 10 modules. And you might be like, oh my gosh, that took 10 modules and we're only spending one module on Align Strategy? Yes. And the reason is because what we talked about in the previous 10 modules is universal. It applies to everything. And applies to anyone. It applies to any area of your life that you're trying to shift things in. It is very broad. Like it applies to everything. Strategy is very different. Aligned strategy is very subjective. It's going to change from one person to the next. I have said this many times before, but there's no one right strategy. There's no one right way. If you ever run into a mentor who's like, you have to do it this way. This is the only way that works. I would turn around and bolt yourself in the other direction. That might be the way that works for them. But just because it's the way that works for them doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the way that works for you. There's a lot that goes into this. And so, no, we don't have to spend as much time on aligned strategy because you're the one who's going to be figuring out what your aligned strategy is. So what kind of action or aligned strategy do you implement? Maybe you're like, okay, so there's a million ways to achieve the thing I desire to achieve, to create the reality I desire to create. There's no one right strategy, so where the heck do I start? This is where we get to go back to our next level identity, and we start there. Now, this was episode 106, which was lesson 5 of Unlock the Magic Within 2.0. We dove deeply into identity and if you are registered for this free podcast program, you received an email that included a boatload of questions to ask yourself and journal through to figure out what your next level identity is. Who the version of you is that you ultimately desire to be. And we get really, really specific about who she is. So where we're going to start with our aligned action and strategy is we're going to go back and we're going to look at, well, who is the version of me that has achieved the ultimate thing or reality that I desire to achieve? And we're going to ask ourselves... What would she do? So we're going to start taking action as the version of ourselves who already has the thing that we ultimately desire. Okay? So you're going to ask yourself, if I was this version of me who already has the thing that I'm manifesting, the thing that I ultimately desire to create, what would I be doing? And this is part of those questions. What actions would I have taken? What actions would I be taking right now? What habits would I have established? What behaviors would be second nature to me? What patterns and programs would I have? And you get to start to use your imagination to think about what those answers would be. That is your aligned strategy, or at least it's where you start. So there are a couple things that I want to mention about this. Number one, you're going to be doing things that you've never done before. Because in order to create a new reality, you've got to do something different, right? There's a quote out there that says, like, if nothing changes, nothing changes. If you want something different, you have to do something different. So you're not going to be doing just more of the same of what you've been doing, which is a huge mistake that I see a lot of female entrepreneurs specifically make is we just think we have to do more. We just have to do more of what we've been doing. We're just not doing enough. And sometimes, yes, we're not doing enough because it takes work to create the success you desire, to create the reality you desire. It takes work. Sometimes we aren't doing enough. 
But in most cases, with a lot of the women that I have worked with, they are very driven, visionary female entrepreneurs. And the problem is not that they're not doing enough. A lot of times they're actually doing too much of the wrong thing. And they're burnt out. You know, they're deeply ingrained in this very masculine identity that's focused on productivity and 10xing and hustle culture and always needing to do more and more and more and more. And that's really tied to their self-worth and who they are as individuals and how they see themselves. And this is what creates burnout. So we're not really talking about in most instances just doing more of what you've already been doing. We're talking about doing something different. And along with doing something different, inevitably there's going to come fear and uncertainty. And I want to talk about fear and uncertainty because I really want to flip how you think about fear and uncertainty. Because when I flipped how I think about fear and uncertainty, everything changed. Often we look at fear as a bad thing. And we look at uncertainty or the unknown as a bad thing. But what if you could look at uncertainty and the unknown as the most incredible place where all of the magic happens? And what if you could shift how you look at fear? So I want you to think about fear and excitement. Fear and excitement are actually very, very, very similar emotions. A lot of the physical things that happen in our body when we're feeling fear or excitement are exactly the same. So what if you started telling yourself when you were feeling fear that you were actually feeling excitement because they're really similar and you are just going to decide that instead of interpreting what you're feeling as fear, you're going to interpret what you're feeling as excitement excitement for the positive possibilities, excitement for the positive outcomes you desire, excitement that you are doing something different that can lead to something different, excitement for the vision, excitement for the success, excitement for the things that you ultimately desire. What if you could retrain your brain to really start looking at fear as more of excitement? And also, what if you just didn't give fear as much power? I know that fear can be a scary thing, but so often we're afraid of things that never end up happening. And so often the fear really is simply based in a fear. The fear really is a fear of just failure, of feeling failure or failing, and of feeling disappointment or frustration. And it's not life-threatening. We're not going to die. More often than not, we're simply fearing a feeling that we don't want to feel And what we make that feeling or that outcome mean about ourselves. But what if we have full control over all of that? Because we do, right? I've talked about how everything is neutral until we give it meaning. We have a choice in the stories we tell about every single thing that happens to us. So what if we decided to tell a different story that didn't mean negative things? And what if we decided that we were capable of failing and moving forward? We were capable of feeling disappointment and frustration and surviving. Like we will live. We're not going to die if we feel those things. No, they're not fun to feel, but it's okay to feel them. And what if we just accepted that all of those things are part of the journey no matter what? There's no way of avoiding them. You're never going to avoid feeling fear. Every time you do something you've never done before, you're going to feel fear. You're going to feel nervousness. I've had this conversation with my six-year-old. He participated in swim club for the first time this year. He also participated in hockey for the first time this year. And before his first swim meet, 
I said, how are you feeling? And he was like, I'm actually feeling really nervous. And I said, that's okay. We all feel nervous before we do something new because we've never done it before. And the only way to not feel nervous about it is to do it and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again. And then it becomes less scary. We've talked about it with swim club. We've talked about it with hockey. We've talked about it with the first day of school. We talk about these things all the time because I know adults have this huge aversion to feeling fear and it holds so many of you back. And it just breaks my heart because it's just fear, right? We're always going to feel that discomfort when we're trying something new. But the more you feel that discomfort and then do the thing that scares you anyway, the stronger that muscle gets and the less scary all of this stuff becomes, the more you develop self-trust. So the next time you feel the fear, you're like, oh yeah, I recognize this. I know what this is, but I know that I can do it. I know I can move through it. I know that the more I do this, the less fear I'm going to have. So what if we looked at fear that way? Now uncertainty. We have been trained to look at uncertainty as a negative thing because we are control freaks. (laughs) And I say that very lovingly because I have control freak tendencies also. Most of you are type A women who are very driven. You like to be in control. You have very masculine Uh, You have very masculine energy, which is like productivity, achievement, to-dos. And so this idea of not being in control, of not having a plan, of not knowing how something is going to turn out scares the living daylights out of you. But I want you to think about uncertainty in a different way. When there is uncertainty, we have to create, right? There's like this hole There's uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen. And that's where creation happens. That's where new things happen. New things are done. And creation or new things equal a new result. So uncertainty is actually a great thing because you're trying to produce something. You're trying to create something you've never created before. So you have to have uncertainty because you've never done it before. If you had certainty, you would know what the result is, which is a result you've already produced, which isn't the result you want to produce because you're trying to produce something new. So we have to do the things we've never done in order to create a new result. Uncertainty is where all the most Incredible surprises happen. Uncertainty is where the quantum leaps happen. Uncertainty is where you collapse time around the things that you ultimately desire to create. That all happens in uncertainty and the unknown. So instead of fearing uncertainty in the unknown, what if we got really excited about it knowing that That's where all of the magic lies. I don't know about you, but I have trained myself to now crave uncertainty and crave the unknown. I have gotten to this place in my life, I am 37 years old, where I just, I don't want to keep experiencing the same thing over and over and over again. Like once I experience something once, I'm like, that was amazing. Let's experience something else, right? Like I'm getting to that point in my life where it's like I'm aware of time. I'm not, you know, hopefully not nearing the end of my life anytime soon. But it's like I want to experience all that this world has to offer, which means I'm going to be living in the unknown and uncertainty a whole heck of a lot of the time because I don't want to repeat the things that I've already done. I want to continue to grow and expand and all of that happens in the unknown and in uncertainty. So you can't live in certainty and experience new and surprise and magic. You can't. They exist in different realms. So can you let go of the fear and can you let go of the fear of uncertainty specifically and can we switch or can we flip how we think about these things? So that was the first thing I wanted to mention about taking aligned action from this new identity is there's going to be fear 
there's going to be uncertainty. There is going to be discomfort. You're going to feel scared. And this is where you take the action that really stretches you. So I want you to prepare yourself to take action feeling that discomfort. Because if you say, well, I'm not going to take the action if it's uncomfortable, you're never going to go anywhere. You're going to stay exactly where you are until you decide that you are capable of doing things that make you feel uncomfortable. So expect it to feel uncomfortable. Now I want to give you some examples of aligned action that I have taken over the past few years that has felt very uncomfortable to me. And when I say very uncomfortable, I mean very uncomfortable. As I was writing these things down, I realized that the far majority of them are about hiring and delegating and paying people money to do things for me or to help me. So the first was hiring my very first mentor. And actually, every time I've hired a mentor, it has been a stretch. It has been scary. But the scariest one was the very first mentor that I hired. I had such a fear of spending money that I was terrified. I went into the discovery call thinking, oh, it's probably going to cost about this much. And I feel comfortable with that. And after we had our call and she was telling me her pricing for her packages, inside I was like, holy moly. Oh my gosh, it was like double what I had thought it was going to be. But I like had this just deep inner knowing that this is what I needed. And I just did not want to spend another year in the same place. I wanted that so badly that I was like, I am terrified to do this, but I'm doing it. And honestly, I am so glad that it cost that much Because it was an amount that I was not willing to waste. Paying what I paid my first mentor is what propelled me into action. I was like, I've got to show up for this. I've got to show up. I'm going to do everything she tells me to do. I am putting in the work because I am not willing to get to the end of this six months and feel like I wasted that money. And so I'm so glad that it that it was that much because it really it was so uncomfortable that it forced me into an up level so that was the very first like within the last couple of years when things really started to shift for me that was like the very first aligned action that I took that really stretched me every other mentor that I've hired has like the actual just investment in that mentor has stretched me. The next one that I wrote down was hiring my bookkeeper. So I'm almost like a little bit embarrassed to admit this, but I'm not because I know that a lot of you listening are probably in the boat that I was in. But for the first six years of my business, I did not have a bookkeeper. Now a bookkeeper is different than a tax accountant, okay? Let's separate those two things. We've always had a tax accountant that does our taxes. A bookkeeper is someone who tracks your income and expenses for you within your business. I was winging it. For six years, I I winged it. I was just kind of guessing what everything should be categorized what everything should be categorized as, what what counted as an expense, what didn't count as an expense. I was winging it. And I know a lot of you are winging it too because we get to around this time of year. We're still a little early. Usually it's like the end of March where all of a sudden I see all these female entrepreneurs talking about how they got to sit down for a day and a half or a weekend and go through all their receipts and do their taxes. Hire a freaking bookkeeper, you guys. I am telling you this was a huge up level for me because 
this relates back to the module on money mindset, which was module eight. No, module nine. It's episode 116. But you are in an intimate relationship with your money. You and your money are best friends. So you need to treat your money like a best friend. For me, hiring a bookkeeper energetically meant I was taking full control of my money. I was taking my money seriously and I was positioning my business for growth. I knew as my business grew, I was going to need a bookkeeper. And so I remember I hired my current bookkeeper, in October of 2020. She is now one of my great friends. Her name is Des Magelson. Her bookkeeping business, her bookkeeping company is called Alpine Ridge Accounting. You can find her on Instagram. She is truly phenomenal. Highly, highly, highly recommend her. But I remember when she told me the monthly price for bookkeeping and I was like, oh my gosh. Ah, it was scary. It was scary. It's like, oh my gosh, am I really going to spend that much on bookkeeping every month when I technically can kind of do it by myself? I was like, no, I'm going to do it. And I want to say here that this wasn't about not having the money. Okay. I had the money. I could afford to do these things. It was just that I was scared to do them. I had a lot of money mindset things to work through. I had a terrible fear of spending. I like hoarded money. (laughs) I saved from a place of lack. I talk about that in episode 116. So letting go of money and investing in these things was very, very, very uncomfortable. It was a huge stretch. So that was the second thing. More recently, in December, as I knew or as I had been contemplating bringing this podcast back, so if you're new here, I started this podcast in March of 2020, literally like right when the world shut down, and it was called the Mom Hacks Podcast. And I released episodes weekly for a year and a half through like August, I think, of 2021. And then the the topics that I had been talking about just didn't really feel aligned anymore. And so I kind of just stopped. I stopped recording episodes and for about a year. And then halfway through 2022, I had this like gut feeling that I really wanted to bring the podcast back, partially because I was so annoyed with social media. I'm going to do a whole episode on social media. But I've not had a loving relationship with social media most of my entrepreneurial career. And so I just had this feeling that I wanted to bring the podcast back and rebrand it. And I started talking about it in August and I kept putting it on my to-do list. And I just never did it. And then in December, one of my great friends who has an incredibly successful podcast of her own reached out to me. And she was like, hey, I am going to be diving into podcast production and producing other women's podcasts. And I know you've talked about wanting to bring your podcast back and rebrand it and really dive back into it. Is this something that you would be interested in? And I was like, this is a sign from the universe that now is the time to bring the podcast back because I love recording podcast episodes I don't love so much editing podcast episodes, creating the show notes for podcast episodes, doing that kind of stuff. So she does all of that for me. But hiring her, that was an aligned strategy from my next level self because I knew if I had a super successful podcast, I would have a podcast producer. So I hired her. I just recently last, was it last month? Maybe it was the end of last month or maybe it was just a couple weeks ago. I don't know. Time is like so crazy these days. But I had also put on my project board, with which if you're like, what is a project board? Go listen to episode, I'm scrolling through here, episode 102. Go listen to episode 102, all about creating your project board. But on my project board, I had written down that I wanted to start using Pinterest to promote my podcast. Again, not in love with social media in terms of like 
Instagram specifically, and I'm not on TikTok, debating maybe trying TikTok, but I'm not on TikTok. Primarily, I have promoted my business through Instagram for the last, I don't even know how many years. Originally, it was Facebook. Then it was Facebook and Instagram. Now it's primarily Instagram. It was primarily Instagram. But I knew like the next level version of me who had a super successful podcast didn't rely heavily on Instagram. And I know Pinterest is a fabulous place to promote your podcast and to really help build your podcast. And so I put that down on my project board as an aligned action that the next level version of myself had. Like I had someone who did Pinterest for me for my podcast. Well, lo and behold, I was sharing like a little video of my project board and I had another friend reach out to me. So I have not gone looking for either of these things, right? It's crazy how the universe works when you set an intention. But I had another friend reach out to me and she said, I saw your little sticky note about Pinterest. That is something I'm going to be doing. I'm going to start doing for a few other podcasts. Would you be interested in hiring me to do that for you? And again, it was a stretch, but I was like, yes, yes, this is aligned action. This is what the next level version of me would do. So I'm going to do it, okay? The last thing is signing up for certain courses. This year, I've really thought about like what tools, what skills, what knowledge does the next level version of me have? What does she use with her clients, in her mentorship, in her programs? And I have invested in courses to help me gain those skills. So those are some examples of aligned action or aligned strategy that I have taken over the last couple years and most recently. And I just want to say that I wasn't fully ready to do any of it in that moment. I didn't feel fully, fully ready. It was very uncomfortable to to do these things. But I knew that they were in alignment. These actions were in alignment with the next level version of myself. And so I took them with excitement. Not fear. Excitement about the possibilities. Excitement about where they're going to lead me. And uncertainty and the unknown has become such a fun place to live because it's like, I wonder what's going to happen. Like I wonder what's next And I anticipate good things. So I want to talk about inspired action versus shoulds next. So we talked about aligned action. I want to talk about inspired action because we're not talking about just simply taking action. Again, we discussed this at the beginning of the episode. I'm not talking about just doing more of the same. We never should ourselves. I'm going to repeat that. We never should ourselves. I never want you to take an action simply because you think you should. There are so many ways to achieve the thing you desire to to achieve. Infinite ways. So I don't want you to ever do something that doesn't feel aligned or that you're not like really excited about. I don't want you to ever... Implement a strategy that you're not really excited about simply because you think you should. Because I guarantee there's another way that is going to feel better and excite you more. So we never should ourselves. Now what is inspired action? Inspired action to me are those nudges that you get or those ideas that just come to you. And I know you know what I'm talking about. You'll be going about doing something and all of a sudden you'll get this thought or this idea where you're like, oh, I should do that. I should reach out to this person. I should take that action. What if I did this? And you think it, but then the problem is most of you don't follow through on it. You're either scared to do it because you're like, can I really do that? Oh, I don't know if I can do that. Oh my God, I'm scared to do that. I don't know. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. Don't think about it. (laughs) Mel Robbins has like the 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go rule. Five second rule, I think it is. 
Five, four, three, two, one, go. Don't think about it. Just do it. As Nike would say, we're full of the one-liners today. Just do it. When you get the inspired action, take action. You don't need to know why you're getting it. It doesn't need to make logical sense. It's coming from your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is not logical. It is not logical. So you're going to get these ideas and you're going to get these ideas for actions and it's going to be like, well, that doesn't really make sense. Who cares? Don't worry about it making sense. Don't worry about it being logical. Just do it. It's all going to make sense in hindsight. But in the moment, it might not. So you get the idea, oh, I should do this. Go do it. You get the idea, oh, I should reach out to this person. Reach out to that person. So I have a really awesome story about this. So as I was thinking about how can I grow this podcast, like how can I make this podcast truly incredible, I thought to myself, I want to bring on really, really high quality guests to interview. And I'm talking about women who are highly successful in the field that they're talking about on my podcast. And so I I immediately thought of two women and they've already been guests on this podcast. And one specifically I knew she would come on and do it. The other one I was like, oh my God, could could I actually interview her? Like, do you think she would actually say yes? And there was fear. Like, what, what if she says no? And I just had to tell myself, if she says no, she says no. It's not a big deal. I can just ask. Then I'll just ask the next person. Someone telling me no is not going to kill me. Someone telling me no, it might hurt my feelings. I might feel disappointed. I might feel sad. I might feel frustrated. But is it really going to do anything to me? No. I have to be willing to hear no's. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to ask her. And I had a lot of limiting beliefs going on in my head about (laughs) why she would, if she would say yes, if she would say no, why she would say no, about myself, about the podcast, and... I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask her. And she was like, oh my gosh, yes, I would love to be on the podcast. And that gave me confidence to then look for other women who are truly exceptional in their fields to invite onto the podcast. And you guys, I have lined up some of the most incredible guest interviews for you, truly remarkable women that started as inspired action that I had to get over fear to ask and I can tell you that every single woman that I've asked that's been scary has said yes like women that I was like oh my gosh if she said yes this would be like the most incredible thing and they've been like yes I would love to be on the podcast and it has been the one of the most exciting things about this So that was inspired action. I actually, funny story. So there's going to be a guest interview coming up in the next couple of months. And this particular person, this particular woman, I started following her last year. And I won't tell the whole story, but I, I couldn't find her on anywhere on social media. Like I knew I remembered her name and I knew her account that I followed was her name, but I did a really huge social media clean out at the beginning of this year and I unfollowed almost everyone. I'm going to do an episode on this, but I unfollowed almost everyone and so I had unfollowed her and I could not find her. I wanted to interview her so badly. I spent weeks looking for her. I was like, I feel like I'm going crazy, but this woman has disappeared out of thin air. It turned out that she actually closed that account that I had followed or not closed it but she wasn't using it anymore and she had started a new account and I ended up finding it and she's going to be a guest interview because then I reached out to her and I sent her this really funny message that was like I'm not creepy at all but like I'm so excited that I found you and I shared the story about 
what happened? And she was like, oh my gosh, that is so funny. I laughed so hard listening to your message and I would love to be on your podcast. And I was like, yes, I am so excited to talk to this person. So inspired action. We kind of got off course. The last two things I want to talk about are rungs of the ladder and not needing to know all the steps. So let's quickly talk about rungs of the ladder. What might happen as you look at your next level identity and think about the aligned action or strategy that the next level version of you would take, you might think, but I'm not at the place yet where I can actually afford to take that step. If that's the case, I want you to build up smaller steps to that ultimate step. So I want you to think of it like that step is the top of the ladder. And what you're going to do is you're going to outline smaller steps that then become the rungs of the ladder. And you're going to start at the bottom and start working your way up. So you're going to take smaller steps that will eventually all add up to the bigger step. Hopefully this makes sense. So it's not that you can't achieve that thing. It's just that you might have to start smaller and build build up to that ultimate step. So an example of this would be like, well, I would love to hire this certain mentor, but I cannot afford to hire her right now. So then you could ask yourself, okay, maybe there's something that I can enroll in with her that's not like the one-on-one mentorship, but maybe it's a a mini program or maybe it's a master class or maybe it's something that's of a lower price point that I can't afford right now. It stretches me a little bit, but I can't afford it right now to start, you know, being in her world and working with her. And that would be a first step. And then you implement what you learned and then you're able to do the next step. And then you implement what you learned there and then you're able to do the next step. Do you see how this works? So sometimes we have to break those steps into smaller steps. And then the last thing is you don't have to have everything planned out, you guys. I know you have control freak tendencies. I know you're type A. I know you like control. I know you like a plan. I know you like a plan. But one of the biggest things that I see hold a lot of women back is they think they have to know every single step before they can take the first step. Remember, we're using our imagination here. We're creating structure, but within that structure, there's flexibility. And we don't need to be married to that structure. We don't need to be married to that strategy because things change and we need to be fluid. We don't need to know it all to take step number one. All we have to do is know step one. And we take step one. And then after we take step one, usually step two becomes apparent. And then we take step two. And then when we take step two, usually step three becomes apparent. And then we take step three. We don't need to know step 10 in order to take step two. I'm going to repeat that. You don't need to know step 10 in order to take step two. In order to take step two, you just have to have an idea of what step two might be. And you know what? Maybe you take a step and you're like, okay, I thought that was going to work, but that really did not work. Great. You tried something and it didn't work. Okay. What's something else? What's another aligned action that you can try? What's another step that you can take? Let's get playful with this. Because again, you don't know exactly what's going to work you don't know exactly what the path is going to be imagine if you did because you might be sitting there thinking but I want to know it wouldn't be fun like think about your life if you just knew right now how everything was going to pan out I want you to think about that for a sec right now If I told you exactly how you're going to achieve everything, exactly how your life is going to turn out, how would that make your life? It would be so boring, right? It would be so boring. If you knew right now how everything was going to happen, what would even be the point? 
ponder that for a sec. Like what would even be the point? This is where it gets to be fun. You're not supposed to know. You're not supposed to know how it's going to happen. You're not supposed to know how it's going to turn out. You're not supposed to know what step 10 is when you're taking step one or step two or step three or step four. Let go of a little bit of that control and just allow yourself to focus on what's the next aligned step. So that is what I have for you guys today. This episode was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, but we got on a roll and I hope this inspired you. I hope this gave you ideas. I hope this shifted how you think about fear, uncertainty, the unknown. I hope this really motivated you to go look back at that next level identity or to actually do that journaling if you haven't done it because this is a huge part of the manifestation process. You have to take action. But we want to take the aligned action, the inspired action. We want to create the aligned strategy. It's not just take any action. We've done so much work to create the foundation. Now let's get both of these forces moving in the right direction so you can take off like a rocket ship. Okay, I have to get going. My kids have been so good for me the last 50 minutes. And I'm so glad that you joined me today. If you loved this episode, please subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave me a review. I would be so appreciative. The other thing you can do is head on over to Instagram and share this episode on your stories. Tag me. I'll be sure to reshare it. And I love chatting with you guys. I love recording these podcast episodes, but it doesn't give you and me an opportunity to talk. So head on over to Instagram or Telegram and let's have a conversation. Let me know what came up for you as you listened to this episode. If you had any breakthroughs, if there was anything that really stuck out to you, if you realized something, I would love to chat with you. So I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you at our next episode. Okay, you wealthy woman, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple, but I didn't know how to do it at the beginning either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is, whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, find this show, The Wealthy Woman, scroll down, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I'd love you so much for taking the time to do this. In all honesty, the reviews are what help the podcast get into the hands of other women desiring to create true wealth and manifest their dream lives. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.